Good afternoon, boxing fans around the world. Back again on Combat Talk Radio, found at combattalkradio.net with a our weekend of boxing updates here. Feel free to check us out. Once again, the site is combattalkradio.net. Leave us some comments, questions, suggestions, feedback on how we're doing, and we will get right into our weekend of boxing. All right, boxing fans, let's go ahead and get into our weekend of boxing. We have a couple of fights on deck. I'm not really impressed with the fights. I will talk about some of the upcoming stuff that was announced that I think is worth your time. But let's go to the fights because you may be interested to know. Um, there's a fight happening out in La Palestine uh, on France. I am not, I don't think it's televised. I'm not familiar with either guy's cruiserweight action. Uh, Gulamirian versus Igorov. I've never, again, never heard of either guy. This is a WBO mandated fight. Both guys have been in the game quite a bit. Uh, Gulamirian's been in a long time. He's 35 years old. So I, I don't know either. I've never watched either. And once again, I don't think it's televised. Um, apparently, Gulamirian's been out for a while. And it seems like he's he's defending some sort of a title. So I'm assuming it's a lower weight title. Um, it says it's for the WBA World Super uh, Cruiserweight title. I didn't. I wasn't aware he held that, but that's what it says. So if you're into the championship fights again i don't see that's televised so you might want to see if there is something on your um tv or streaming or whatnot announcing where it's televised again so the wba cruiserweight championship does not tell me who's who's running it or anything i got nothing and i apologize for that i have no information which is weird but i got no information doesn't even tell me you know like who is contracted promoters i see nothing uh, which is really really weird if something comes up, I will get some information. All I can tell you is some outfit called Y12 Boxing Promotions, who I've never heard of, is somehow involved. That's all I know at this point. The return of Jaime Munguia. Uh, he's the guy that they're trying to push the star. Of course, he's got he's he's a young guy and he's already got 40 fights. He's undefeated. You know, he's the eye tests, and so that's what people are looking at. And he's fighting. I I can only describe him as a soft touch, Gonzalo Correa. I've never heard of Correa. And uh, this fight's handling down in Guadalajara, Mexico. Uh, middleweight action, 10 rounds, 160 pounds. Everybody likes Jaime Manguilla just because of the eye test. I'm not overly impressed. Uh, obviously, some people think highly of him. I don't think he's a bum or anything. I just think that he's been handed soft touches, kind of like uh, Bumbanga, very, you know, very close. Same kind of thing. And I think he's going to get hurt at some point. When he steps up, he reminds me in terms of the, the push and the rise, kind of like Chavez Jr. I'm not talking styles. I'm talking just the push, kind of the artificial push. And I, I think the same thing's going to happen to him where he's going to get something really happen to him when he steps up in class. But he's still young. Maybe he turns into something. He's been in the game nine years, so it's not like he's not a strong contender talking about in terms of experience. He does have experience. I would say the number of rounds he has is a decent number. Like he, it seems like he's been able to accumulate a lot of experience in the ring. Uh, I just think that he's never stepped up to a true threat that would, you know, topple him. So I, I suspect when that happens, we're going to learn a lot about him. That's on the zone, both in the UK and the U S um, that one's happening on Saturday. You want to check that out. Then we got a fight. I've never heard of either guy, but Liam Davies versus unit Baluta. This is at the Telford arena. Out in, uh, what's Telford? Telford, uh, UK, sorry. <laughs> Telford on the UK. Telford International Center, specifically with Telford Arena. Uh, Davies is undefeated, but he's older. 
Uh, he's not been in the game very long. He's only been in four years. He has a decent amount of experience, but he's an older guy. He's already 36 years old, and he doesn't have very many fights, even though he's undefeated. And then Baluta, Baluta's been on the decline. I've not been, I'm not really following him very much, but what I do know, he's on the decline. And I'm not saying that to trash him. I'm just calling it like it is. I expect Liam Davies to win it just because of skill, if nothing else. But Baluta has a chance to get an upset if you want to watch that one. That one is on ESPN Plus in the U.S., BT Sport in the U.K. Super Bantamweight action, 12 rounds on Saturday. So that's a top rank event. Undercard of that one returns Anthony Yardy. So if you want to watch Anthony Yardy, if you're a fan of his, he's returning on that undercard. Yardy is probably the most compelling reason to watch the event. And I'm not saying that as a fan because I'm not really a fan of his. But if you're going to watch for any reason, he's probably the most compelling reason of that card. I'm saying that chances are that card is not going to be that good. Now, the thing with Yardy, he was supposed to fight Betterbiev. Arthur Betterbiev. Betterbiev gets injured. This happened mid-year. He got injured, and so that title defense got postponed. So the fight that Yarde's doing was kind of a stay-busy fight, keep him in the ring. I don't think he'll get upset. However, Yarde has had losses just to the upper level. So I suspect Yarde wins this in pretty good fashion, and then at some point we will get better be in the ring to fight this guy, and that should be a really good fight when it does happen. Now let's talk about the stuff that's happening that's been announced. So it was announced that Tank Davis... Star out here in Vegas is going to be eventually fighting Ryan Garcia. That's scheduled to happen in the first quarter next year. Tank's going to take a stay busy fight. I believe that's in January. I believe that's Hector Garcia. I believe stay busy fight. If Tank gets past that, then the plan is to have him in there against Ryan Garcia, two undefeated fighters. Garcia is looking to get a belt. So that would be a good test on both guys. I think it's a great fight to have. And I want to say it, and I know some people won't want to hear this, but it's the truth. It's an indictment on Crawford because these young guys, in this case, Ryan Garcia is the clear B-side. Oscar De La Hoya even admitted it. Ryan's the clear B-side. He accepted all turns from the A-side to make the fight happen, just like Roley did, just like Isak Cruz did. And so you got to look into perspective. It's funny. When fights just magically get made, big fights like this one apparently get made, it's because the B-side accepts all turns. But then when Crawford gets involved, all of a sudden the fight doesn't get made Obviously, the B-side did not accept his status. So all I said to people like on NSB and others is you need to criticize the fighter for not giving you the fight that you deserve. It's not about Al Heyman or any of that kind of crap. The bottom line is this guy ducked the smoke. He ducked Errol Spence, did not want to fight him. For whatever reason, he ducked him. So you should criticize it because you want to see the fight. Don't criticize Al Heyman. Don't criticize PBC. Don't criticize Showtime. Don't criticize the business criticize the B-side who doesn't accept their B-side. This should anger every true fight fan that Ryan Garcia, Ryan effing Garcia, was willing to set aside his pride. Oscar De La Hoya, who has criticized PBC on multiple occasions, and he's even said, yeah, I can't work with him. This is, he came out after Crawford jacked up this fight and said, yeah, PBC's hard to work with and we can't sign deals. And then all of a sudden, he's able to get a deal signed for his guy to fight Tank. Totally contradicting himself. The bottom line is, fights get made when the B-side accepts all terms from the A-side, no matter how ridiculous they might be. You accept what they say, you go in there, prove what you say to be the truth, and then you can call the shots. If Ryan can topple Tank, Tank Davis, he immediately jumps to the top. Immediately to the top. They know what's at stake. This is what Crawford needed to do. 
He needed to simply accept all terms, go in there and try to prove this fabricated pound for pound number one. Instead, he ducked it and went after a soft touch. Avanesian is a soft touch, let's be honest. Now Crawford's in damage control, doing a bunch of interviews when he's never done it before. He knows he's embarrassed himself. And again, real fight fans should not be happy at what happened. So this weekend is not going to be very eventful, except for a couple select few fights that I see. But it looks like we got a decent future in boxing. A couple fights on deck that are coming. And then we're going to find out what happens with Wilder and Andy Ruiz. That's going to be very intriguing to see what goes on there. We have to find out what happens with, you know, Fury and Chisora 3 that nobody asked for. There's a lot on deck. So don't give up on boxing yet. I know it's tempting because boxing's letting you down. All I say is don't criticize the sport the sport, because it's not a sport. It's a business. As a business, everybody's got to play by the business rules. That includes these guys that are your favorite fighters. If they let you down, don't let them do that. Don't let them cheat you out of the big fights. Hold them accountable. Don't call them number one pound for pound when they've not earned it. They've got to earn it by beating the best, not just because they say so. And that's what we've been lacking in as fans. we got to hold them accountable. That's how we push to get the best fights, by holding those fighters accountable and not siding with them just because we like the way they fight. That's going to do it for this week's episode of Combat Talk Radio, Masterpiece Boxing, found at combattalkradio.net. I want to thank you for listening today, whether you are a subscriber or not. I know you have choices, and I appreciate you for being here. Just to remind those that are new to the show, Combat Talk Radio records every Friday, so once a week in the Pacific time zone. And then Lifeblood of Boxing series, which is our coverage of the boxers I think are worth your time and give to the sport. That's once per month. It does not have a fixed schedule, but once a month I'll have a release until I run out of ones that I think are worth covering for Lifeblood of Boxing. So those are our two programs. It is podcast only at this point. We want to hear from you. So combattalkradio.net at the bottom. Hit comments, feedback. Let us know how we're doing. If there's anything that you'd like to see us adjust or improve, we want to hear from you, and we are open to that feedback. We also are open to starting up the YouTube again, but it seemed like that died off when Lomachenko took a loss, and we don't know why. So if somebody knows why or they'd like to hear the YouTube coverage, let us know that as well in the comments, and we are open to doing it. We just need to make sure the fans are there. Right now they're on the podcast not on the YouTube for whatever reason specific. We're open either way. Anyhow, that'll do it, and I will see you guys next week.